From Wondery, this is I Hate My Boss, workplace drama, comedic relief. I'm Larry Seal. And I'm Liz Dolan. Okay, let's get to some after-hours questions. First up is a question from Amelia, who writes she's working for a real-life Ivan. Oh, boy. Row <laughs> And she can't take it much longer. Amelia says, I work at a company that I enjoy, but I have a boss that makes me want to run for the hills. He doesn't contribute anything and just floats, steals credit for other people's work, and doesn't even know how to do some core tasks that he expects of his employees. Uh-oh. Other departments in the company have lost faith in our team because of my boss's faulty leadership. I've spoken to HR, to my boss's boss, and to my boss himself about the struggles I have had working with him in an effort to establish a functioning work relationship. Now, after we laid things out on the table and talked them through, he's been giving my projects to other people on the team and has left me with nothing to work with. Mm. It's made it extremely hard for me to figure out how to grow with this company because I am scraping up any work I can get from other people in the company. I received a suggestion from an esteemed colleague to jump to another department in the company with a better manager to help me reach my full potential. But I love my career, and I'm worried jumping ship will lead me to a less fulfilling job. What should I do? Stay and shift positions in the company or go to a new company in hopes there will be a better situation? Uh, this is a bummer for Amelia. Yeah. I always want to point out what people are doing really well. She talked to her boss directly. That didn't work. She looked to get some help and counsel from HR. They even escalated to their boss, and now it looks like... There's some sort of a retaliation going on, and they're pulling work away from her, which means to me it's time for something else. Now, here's the good news. If the company likes you and you do good work, you certainly have your best shot at finding something else within the organization, especially if it's true for others. As she said, that other departments are losing confidence in this manager and that department. Yeah, right. They've lost faith in her team. Yeah, then that should be fairly easy to see, mm-hmm. in which case a well-intended employee should should be able to move relatively easily. And so now it's just a matter of being able to either utilize the goodwill that you've built up and do it internally or externally. I don't know which is going to be better. I hope you have multiple options. Yeah, I'm with you, Larry. I think that the job that you had that you loved, Amelia, I'm sorry, it's gone. And it doesn't feel like the company is really doing anything about managing your Ivan. So you can't really do that if they're not doing it. The good news is if you have colleagues in other departments that are saying, you know, they're better managers over here. Mm. Yeah, that is very appealing. Then you're dealing with a little bit more of a known quantity and they feel the same way about you. Jumping ship, when you say you love your career, but your jumping ship will lead me to a less fulfilling job. Well, you're not jumping ship. You're either moving to another department in your current company to continue your growth or you're moving outside to continue your growth. But he took away your responsibility. You don't really have a career if you are scraping up work. You don't want that to go on for very long because then that starts to damage your reputation in the company. Then you become that person and you definitely don't want to be that person. I think either one of these two moves could work out well for you, Amelia. I would just make them quickly. Don't stay any longer than you have to in your current situation. Good luck, Amelia. Now we have a question from Karen, whose new boss has become critical of her workplace demeanor. Karen writes, recently my company underwent a series of reductions and I've acquired a new boss and my workload has increased significantly. I don't mind the workload, but my boss doesn't seem to understand everything I do. The time it takes to put together my reports, the day-to-day tasks I'm responsible for, and I'm almost at a breaking point. Today he came into my office to talk to me. 
the first time in close to two months and told me I was too reserved. I'm at a loss. I show up to work professionally dressed. Most people wear jeans. I arrive early. I often take a short lunch, if at all. I always offer to help other people or departments to ensure the company is successful. I don't wander through the halls or seek out people to chat with because I'm working to ensure nothing falls through the cracks. Perhaps I could be a bit more bubbly, but I prefer to remain professional, and yet he calls it reserved. My demeanor has never been an issue before in the five years I've worked for this company. Should I take this as a sign that it's time to move on, as the only feedback I've gotten in the six months he's been my boss is that I'm too reserved and should be more outgoing? Liz, what do you think about this one? Here's what I think. Acknowledgement goes a long way, and an office is an inherently social environment. Reading between the lines on what you've written to us, I kind of feel like maybe what your boss and others are missing from you is just the normal kind of social acknowledgement that goes on in an office. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this is true, but, you know, an office is an inherently social environment. And even if you don't want to go skipping through the halls and chatting with everyone, being friendly enough and greeting people and not being just... At your desk, I, I'm imagining like a green eye shade and everything is and very serious to you. Heads down, working yeah. grimly, right? Yeah. yeah, and that maybe in some ways, and I've had colleagues like this where it kind of communicates to you like that they're judging you yeah. in a way. And I know it's weird that your boss might feel judged by you, but he might feel like you're just, oh, these people forget and you're just off in your corner doing your thing. So don't underestimate how much people just want to be acknowledged and liked. And they may see your, what he's calling reserve, as rejection or judgment. I was going to mention the fact that she overdresses compared to everyone else as another sign that she holds herself above her people. And then I thought, no, that's not fair for me to say. Mm. So do you agree that that's not fair? Can I say that differently? It does seem to be missing social cues, however. Yeah, Right? Like you're not fitting in with everybody else. Yeah. Just the social science of what goes on yeah. in an office means that making just simple connections with people is a key part of what you need to do every day. That's the word for me, Liz, is connection. You've got to have connection in the workplace. And I this actually reminded me of a coachee that I had many, many years ago. She was in her 40s. She was a vice president. And she got feedback that she was unfriendly, reserved, and somebody used the word grim. And she was so hurt by this feedback. Yeah, yeah. And it sounded just like she had some gene in her DNA that was like responsibility and accountability. And there were like 50 copies of it. Yeah. Because she felt like I had to keep everything from falling through the cracks. Exactly. Yes. As Karen right. That's said. in this letter, too. And so she feels this huge burden to kind of take care of everything and all the rest of it. Like she was a very friendly, lovely person. But after work, when you were yeah. at work, that was the way she was wired. And it was sending the wrong message. And it was so painful for her because She's like, I like people and I want to be liked. But boy, when I'm at work, I realize I put on this mask that's actually not helping me. And as you said, people often take lack of engagement as judgment yes, or totally. yeah. something even maybe more aggressive than that mm -hmm. when it's not at all. Yeah. it's just, Sometimes they take it as judgment because you are carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders, potentially. Yeah. I'm not trying to judge you, Karen, but like if that's what you're communicating, a piece of that is also, yeah, and the rest of you people are slackers. So I just have to keep my nose down all day. So just 
step back a little bit and think about if it could be something as simple as that. I've seen this a number of times. I see it in men. I see it in women, you know, where they just feel so focused in that workplace Mm -hmm. that their demeanor comes off in a way that actually doesn't serve them, but they don't mean it at all. Exactly. You seem offended by your boss's feedback, but really try to see it as a gift. This is something that you might be able to change in some very simple ways. We want to hear more of those crazy, hard to believe this is really happening stories we know you have from your work experiences. You know, the ones you can't make up. Please share them with us on Twitter or Facebook at I Hate My Boss Show. And our phone number is 424-224-5711. You can also email us at I Hate My Boss at Wondery.com. If you're listening on a smartphone, just tap the cover art to see the episode notes and you'll find a link to call us right there. Please don't forget to subscribe and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening and don't miss our next episode on Monday. Remember, workplaces can feel crazy. But you don't have to. Mm-hmm.